Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie. Think of me as your BFF for manifestation and high vibe mindset makeovers. It's my personal mission to turn your inspiration into action so you can be, do, and have everything you've ever dreamed of having in life. This podcast will focus a ton on creating fulfilling relationships with money, friends, and soulmates, and inspire you to have fun so you can live the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined. If you're ready to take to the next step, then you've come to the right place. Thanks again for joining me. Now, let's begin. Oh my gosh, everyone. I have such a treat for you today. I am really excited about this, the guests that I have on my podcast today. This is one of my favorite people in the world and soul sisters from another Mista, another law of attraction, manifestation, um, obsessed person like me and like you and really an all, all around gorgeous soul. Um, Anastasia Girali and I met actually through a group coaching program that we did with our business coach, Kara Baroni, and um, really hit it off from the start. And she is a life alignment coach that helps women to, you know, really manifest the life of your dreams. So in this uh, podcast episode, we got together and started riffing on all of the topics around how to use the law of attraction to align your life. You know, what does it look like to heal and release all of these things that have been holding you back from the life that you deserve and you've always wanted to live? And, you know, really finding out where do people miss out on on this whole process. So if you're ready to take some action, hope you have a pen and paper with you if you're not driving, of course, and let me know if you love this episode. I absolutely love seeing them screenshotted and you can put them on Instagram or Facebook. Tag me. Let me know. I love hearing what y'all do like because then it helps me to bring more of that good stuff your way. So with that being said, This is a pretty lengthy episode, so I won't waste any more time, and I'll get right to it. Enjoy Anastasia, and have a beautiful, beautiful day. So welcome back for another episode of the the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. Um, I am so excited for our guest today. You guys are absolutely going to love her. So um, today we have a special guest, Anastasia Girali. She is and uh, law of attraction and alignment coach. She helps you align your life into like basically designing the dreamiest life you could ever dream of and that you love living and you know, that makes you feel good and who wouldn't want that, right? So, <laughs> um, so Anastasia and I actually met through our group coaching program and it, um, it's such a cool experience to join a group coaching program because you meet like not just one person, but like 10 people that are, you know, going through the same thing you are and looking for, you know, guidance and all sorts of, you know, support and answers and and everything. And it was, it's such a transformative experience because like Anastasia, you've had your own business and everything. So let me read out your bio though. So everyone knows exactly what you do. So Anastasia helps women heal and reconnect and realign with their desires so they can become a magnet for the life and love they truly desire. And, um, 
I really think that it's incredible because Anastasia actually had her own her business she'll tell you about and then just made a major change quite recently actually and things immediately start falling into place so the topic of today's you know podcast we have like a living breathing case study here <laughs> well it makes two on this call yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right so so yeah welcome Oh, thank you so much for having me, Cassie. Yeah, I mean, I'm so, so excited about collaborating with, um, with other women in the same industry as well, because the, the more of us there are sharing this knowledge, the better it is for everybody, because sharing is caring. You know, if we can like help raise each other up, um, it benefits not only the women that we help, but it benefits as well their families, the people around them, and society as a whole. So I am so, so passionate about collaborating and connecting with like-minded people as well. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, okay. So you guys all know how much I talk about law of attraction and manifestation, at, especially with you know, manifesting money and wealth and success into your life. Um, so Anastasia actually is a fellow law of attraction junkie, just like me. <laughs> For <And> life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she looks at how, you know, like, actually, I'll just let you explain it. So how did, well, first of all, how did you get started in re really realizing how much alignment has to do with, your life, like how that can, you know, radically change it and get started with law of attraction. Yeah, sure. I mean, I was first introduced to the concept of law of attraction in like 2004 when I was a student and that was my brother shared the secret with me. Um, and you know, it was, it was new on the scene and very, very popular. So I read the book, I watched the movie and I thought I got it. Um, and then I just started journaling and journaling and journaling and writing about what I wanted in my life. Um, so I wanted this job. I wanted this income. I wanted this type of relationship. I wanted these type of friends. And that's literally all I would journal every single day, like parrot work. Mm -hmm. um, just the same over and over and over because that is what I understood um, and I think that maybe a lot of people at the time had understood was necessary. It's just think positive thoughts, think positive thoughts and write the things that you want. And obviously that's not it <laughs> now that we know more, but at the time, that's what I, I thought it was. Um, and, and I was, I was actually suffering depression at the time. So on a, on a short scale of time it did make me feel a bit better about you know thinking positively um but yeah if if you haven't done like the the core work the root work which is something that we're going to talk about a little bit later it's really really difficult to manifest easily yeah. um but i did find that it was easy to manifest the little things but it was a lot harder to manifest the bigger things that were more important to me. Yeah. So um, I guess you could say that I kind of continued down that road for like another decade really of, of misunderstanding what law of attraction meant and how it worked. And I got married and I started a business and I, you know, started a career and this and that 
and the big things still didn't look like I wanted them to look like. Yeah. So my marriage didn't look and feel the way I wanted it to look and feel. My friendships, my circle of friends didn't look and feel the way I wanted them to look and feel. You know, my life in general just didn't look and feel the way I wanted it to look and feel. And it just felt like I was missing something. Right. So it was really in 2016 when I got divorced that that was the moment that I was like, okay, there has to be an easier way. There is no way that I, being the person that I am, deserve this life. You know, like I just felt so cheated and so unfairly treated and rejected. And I was like, I'm a good person. I do this. I do that. I, I give and I give and I give. Why does my life not reflect the things that I desire? And that was, I guess, when I got serious about finding an easier way. And I got serious about understanding how to use this damn law that everybody else seems to be having success with. And I'm not, you know? Um, and yeah, it was, it was really in 2016 when I committed to finding an easier way that I took it seriously. And I made my first and scariest investment in a life coach. Cause that was something that was new to me. That, that wasn't something I'd been familiar with or being really exposed to. Um, but I just, I needed to find an easier way mm-hmm. and I hadn't been able to figure it out alone. So I said, you know, this is kind of like my last, my last try at finding an easier way. And yeah, it was really since 2016 up until now that, um, that has been my life's purpose to find an easier way to live and to find an easier way to attract the things that I want. Um, so that was obviously what we spoke about. Um, that was when I found, I guess you could say the missing link or the missing step between ask, believe, receive, and that was the action step. So it's ask, believe, take action, and then receive. Yeah. So it's not, it's not enough to just journal and ask and dream and wish. You need to actually commit to taking action towards that desire. Because sitting on your sofa, writing and journaling and wishing for the relationship that you want or the job that you want or you know, the promotion, et cetera, et cetera, isn't going to bring it any closer if you don't get off your ass and go out there and make that happen. Right. <laughs> I agree. Oh my God. Yeah. Preach it. Absolutely. Mm. You know, um, I think so many people are either afraid to, or don't realize the value in asking for guidance, right? Mm. You know, like forgetting the fact that really you're co-creating with the universe or with God or with the angels or who, whichever, whatever you look to as that other source of love and energy in the world, right? Or in the universe. And um, so they're either afraid to ask for guidance and answers or not willing to listen for the mm-hmm. answers when they're given, you know, and that's where so much of like the, gold is, you know, Mm -hmm. that I've found where, you know, that's where the inspired action comes in. 
Mm. you know, that gets you the results where if there's something that's been, you know, like even with my free challenge that I just did, I was, I remember thinking, Oh, I need to do something. I don't know what it is. Like, and if, and eventually it was just like, it clicked and I knew it. and I had to take action that day or else there, it wasn't going to come together as yeah. quickly as I wanted it to. And you just did your own, you know, challenge as well. So is, is, this is a good question, I think, because I mean, I'm curious to hear your answer. Um, so a lot of times asking for that guidance, you know, people will point to like meditation, right? But is that, what would you say in your opinion or your experience has been the best way to ask and receive guidance? I mean, meditation is just one of the amazing tools which I live and preach. Um, I love meditation because meditation, I guess it's not about, um, it's not about controlling your thoughts. It's about learning to not let your thoughts control you. So really like mastering your thoughts um, and quiet and quietening the ones that don't serve you. So, you know, in, in the healing work that I, I do, a lot of that is like, releasing and um, rewriting your past pain and trauma because your past pain and trauma is, is um, stored in your subconscious and that subconscious has an energetic charge. So if you are thinking happy thoughts and doing all these wonderful happy actions, but your emotional charge is still a negative one yeah. because of your, you know, limiting beliefs, your past experiences, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, um, you still have that that energetic charge. Yeah. So you're only slowing the process down because like attracts like in law of attraction. So it's not just good enough to talk the words and think the thoughts. You have to also actually physically embody. And meditation is one of the tools that I do believe in and I do teach my students, but it's not the only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, NLP is a really, really powerful um, meditative state that, that you kind of can use to help release and re, re, um, realign your thoughts with your desire. So by, by creating new paths in your in your conscious and subconscious mind, um, you can actually physically change your energetic charge and your negative emotions and your negative experiences no longer need to be that. You know, once you rise above and beyond your experiences, you can literally rewrite these experiences. Like at the time, my divorce seemed like the worst thing that could have happened to me. Whereas now, three years later, it's, it's a blessing. It's the best thing that happened to me because it led me down this path. And if it hadn't been for my divorce, I would never have started working on myself. I would never have committed to changing my life. And I would never have met my husband now who is such an amazing blessing and energetic match for the life that I envisioned for myself. Oh, that's gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I've been fired twice as well from jobs. And um, a lot of people would would say, oh, shit, you know, like 
that's bad. That means that you're bad at your job. And it's, it's such a no, because, and that was never a truth for me because when I was in university, I met one of my mentors, um, Paul Arden, who is like a giant in the advertising industry. And he wrote a book called, it's not how good you are. It's how good you want to be or something or how good you believe you are something like that. But I can't remember, but Paul Arden wrote this book with like big, bold statements. And I remember reading that he'd said getting fired was the best thing that ever happened to me. So that kind of stored itself in my subconscious. And then when I did get fired, it wasn't a bad thing. I was like, yes, I'm being released from this job so that I can find something better. You know, whereas, whereas my beliefs around divorce were different. So my belief, my, I mean, my mom had been divorced and that was a really messy, ugly divorce. So my, my, my upbringing, um, showed me that divorce is, is not a good thing. Whereas, you know, my, my mentor, my career mentor Mm -hmm. showed proof was living evidence that getting fired is the best thing that can happen to you (laughs) career. So that just goes to show like, two things that are quite similar if you think about it, but contradicting stories mm-hmm. attached to those yeah. and how differently I experienced getting fired versus being divorced. Um, right. Well, it's just like going back to NLP, like nothing in life has meaning except for the meaning you give it. Right. Absolutely. So absolutely. even like somebody doesn't like you, that doesn't mean anything about you. You mm. know, you get divorced. That doesn't mean you're bad at relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you get fired, you get laid off. That doesn't mean you don't deserve a job or you don't deserve success, right? I remember, like, I can identify on both levels. I remember, like, I got this job in San Diego and it was, I, ugh, it was a really weird guy I was working for and it was definitely not aligned. And I think I lasted about three or four weeks, maybe six weeks, I don't know. But like the day that he was like, yeah, this is not working out for me or us. I think we like went to the bar and celebrated. I was like, I'm free. (laughs) It was the best thing ever. Right. And like getting laid off. That's Mm -hmm. the best thing ever to me because I got severance packages. We made major life changes. We went to Bali for Mm -hmm. a month. Like one time when we got laid off, like there's all these opportunities hiding in these Mm -hmm. situations that maybe some people in society thinks are shitty situations, but really they're not, they're just what you make of it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just, just most recently I got laid off and what is that helping me do? Like I'm actually still getting paid by that company today Mm -hmm. and I don't even go to work. Like to me, that's a great thing. (laughs) Yeah, right. It gives you time to, to, to refocus on what's important to you and and how you contribute better. I mean, me getting, getting laid off meant that I could start my own business because that was what I really, really wanted. And I was actually quite resentful about working for people that couldn't see the bigger picture, you know? So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out there and make my own big picture. And that's what I did. Like I started my own business without any business experience, any business knowledge, just because I had a bigger vision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's so important to be really connected with that vision and with what you believe because you're always going to be surrounded by people who don't get it. 
because mm-hmm. they don't they, they don't think it's possible for themselves and then they'll project it onto you mm-hmm. or they'll just ignore you about like my my own parents don't listen to my podcast i'm pretty sure <laughs> they don't ever mention anything about my coaching business like ever like ever you know mm-hmm. and i'm like i work harder at this than i do than i ever did at any of my other corporate jobs but those were you know quote unquote acceptable you know so like you can't be looking at people for validation for decisions that you make you just have to make the decision and go with mm-hmm. it right and make Absolutely. aligned decisions so going back to your alignment like how do you use that law of attraction to make aligned decisions and if if somebody here doesn't understand what alignment is like how do you explain that to someone who's like WTF I don't know what this I, last time I got aligned was like my tires when I took them took the car in for my exchange. <laughs> right I know I know I guess um I guess the term alignment kind of comes from my own background. I mean, I'm a, I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a ballet teacher as well. So alignment physically is, is really important in, in the terms of how you hold your body, how you build strength equally on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at like the physical explanation of alignment, it made sense to me to use that in my work as a coach, because that is what you're doing. You're essentially building this life vision. And if you are only focusing on career or only focusing on money or only focusing on family, um, you know, and, and getting married and having kids and being a parent and a spouse, but neglecting the other areas of your life, you're growing out of alignment because then your identity literally becomes that one thing. And when that one thing is taken away from you for whatever reason, suddenly you have no purpose. Yeah. So this, this is very, very common in, in women that will maybe give up their career just to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my own mother, her, her whole identity is being a mother and a wife. And, you know, when, when we all left home and she was no longer a mother to four kids, she suddenly didn't know what to do with herself. Right. Yeah. And when my dad passed away, her whole identity as a woman since she was 18 of being a mother and a wife collapsed. And she was like, she, she's still, I guess, suffering um, a sense of loss and depression because losing us and losing my dad meant losing who she was. Right. And now she's like, I still don't know who I am, you know? And I'm like, you are your own person. Your identity isn't linked to us. So that's what I mean about alignment. I mean about, about growing your life in, in 3D, not 2D. Yeah. And this is, um, this is something that's so, so important when I talk about like feminine energy, because that's what feminine energy is. It's literally reconnecting to your emotions and not just your logic, which is yeah. your masculine energy. Um, and taking when I talk about aligned action, um, I mean stepping up and showing up to the world and to yourself in all these areas of your life, as opposed to only focusing on that one area. So if I'm only focusing on my career and my finances, but I'm lacking 
you know, spirituality, I'm lacking personal growth, I'm lacking health and fitness, I'm lacking my, my love relationship, then when, when I'm no longer able to do career finance for whatever reason, maybe for health reasons, maybe I lose that job, you're going to spiral out of control into like this downward hole of, I don't know who I am. I don't know what to do. I'm lost. I'm confused. I'm all alone. Whereas right. if you have like the other slices of your life, at least balanced, there's a time when your energy and your focus may shift to another area just until you're ready to grow that area again, or you will focus on the things that need more growth if everything else is balanced. Right. So if you have the family life and you have, um, you know, an amazing partner and you, you have health and fitness and you have um, a great social life, but maybe your career and finance, which tend to be linked, isn't growing in the same capacity maybe that's where you will need to take some action so it might mean applying for new jobs it might mean applying for better jobs it might mean starting a business it might mean asking for promotion right right yeah oh that's awesome yeah mm -hmm. i like to think of it too like when you're looking at what sort of relation or when you're looking at what sort of decisions to make like i pay attention to how i feel right mm -hmm. So like if the thought of doing something makes me like it feels heavy, not like from a fear. Like I think a lot of people don't take action and they blame it on, you know, the fear and they say, oh, it wasn't the right thing to do. But it's really because they're kind of scared because they don't think they're they think they're going to mess it up. Right. Mm -hmm. But like if something feels like super heavy to me, then I'm like, yeah, I'm not aligned to doing it that way. But mm -hmm. if it feels like yeah, this is fun. I can do this. I can, you know, make this happen. Um, you know, then that makes sense, right? That's mm -hmm. the right thing to do. It's not, you know, like if you take the fear away and you look at how it feels underneath, then that's to me what tells you what actions you're aligned with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, on, on speaking about like fear, um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection, um, that will keep you from taking action. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll, we'll find all sorts of excuses, like it's not the right time, I don't have the money for it, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. Everyone's got a million excuses if they're looking for them. But <laughs> sometimes it's about also being self-aware. Like, what's the real reason I'm not doing this? Like, is it maybe that I'm scared that it means I have to change? Is it maybe that I'm scared of, of uh, releasing my, my comfort zone? Because obviously when you've been living within a certain comfort zone, even if it's uncomfortable, it's familiar. Yeah. So fear can become familiar and self-doubt can become familiar. And it's easier to not try than to try and fail and and have all this shame and guilt attached to it you yeah. know and, and i think that was something that like when i got divorced that was something that um i think that was something that really really terrified me because it was such a public failure wow. you know it, it it well at least i perceived it as a public failure of 
of being able to have a relationship yeah. or, or public failure at love. Um, and whereas getting fired, I remember everybody else, because it was, I got fired during the recession as well. So quite a lot of people were losing their jobs at the time, but they, they preferred, despite what the truth may have been, they preferred to, to use the term made redundant. Oh, and right. I was like, dude, you got fired. You know, like that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and I would, I would like openly say I was fired because I was celebrating being fired Was other people were really ashamed about what that meant. Yeah. You know, so again, it, it really just depends on your perception and, and being self-aware as well as to like what your, your real reason is why you haven't yet committed to changing that reality. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing how if you take away what you think it means to you, mm -hmm. what you're left with is just, it's just a situation. It's just something mm -hmm. that happened for you. It's a chance mm -hmm. to pivot into a new direction and mm -hmm. make different decisions. Like I was just talking to my husband this morning um, <clears throat> about another podcast I listened to where the guy was like, you know, they, they, he, he does, um, what do you call it? Uh, he has a six figure mastermind and a seven figure mastermind and how he was looking at the differences between the problems that both groups have. Right. Mm. And they found like, they all have the same problems. It's just the seven figure people like solve them more quickly, like make the decisions wow. and they don't just dwell on it, you know, and, like, so they, yeah. like they, don't attach a meaning to it. They just make that decision, move on. And then they find out quicker if it's the right decision. And then they find out quicker if it's the wrong decision. And then they make another decision, you know, like it's, yeah, you can't buck it up. You know what I mean? Like you can't. And that's, I mean, that's, that also kind of, kind of, um, very, very clearly shows the difference between the two types of people that exist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we both, we both know that there's a problem. It's just that the one person will hang on to that problem for longer and the other person will start finding solutions for that problem. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's really great. I love that. And um, so listen, you were talking earlier too about limiting beliefs and healing from past trauma and releasing that. Where do you think, so, okay, if, you, if you're out there and like you've bought courses or you've listened to podcasts and you've read books or gone to a, maybe Tony Robbins, I think he forces you to go through this process. <laughs> but, you know, like I hear so many people who they're like, yeah, I've tried all of this stuff and like it hasn't worked and I'm afraid to invest mm -hmm. in a program. I'm afraid to go to your retreat. I'm afraid to hire you as a coach because I'm not sure how am I going to be assured I'm going to make my money back or that I'm actually, do you hear this? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Mia, it's totally fine. Okay. Mom life. <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah, guys, we moved into a new house and this, it needs to soundproof this part of the house. It's morning. The blood sugar is low. So, um, wait, what was I saying about, uh, la, 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 la. Oh, yeah, yeah. so like yeah. people will say, I, like, well, how do I know this is going to work for me? Like, I'm, I think they're just afraid that they're not going to show up for themselves, but also 
I've, I've come to realize because I've done this so many times, mm-hmm. like I've bought so many courses from, you know, these law of attraction co- coaches and, um, you know, like for example, Amanda Francis, like she's, I think she's brilliant. I think she's got, you know, a great background. She's made a big name for herself and I would listen to the courses that I'd buy from her as I'm driving around doing my other job, but I never stopped to take a chance to do the journaling work. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would listen to it and that's better than not listening to it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a different perspective. But really to me, the gold is in actually stopping and picking up your journal and getting it all out on paper. And then that's where I've seen the biggest shift for me, like in terms of results, right? And seeing things start to like being able to shift into that future version of you that you're aligned with. So where, I mean, that's where I think people really truly miss out. So I'm curious to see what you have to say for that whole process and how you help. Of course. I mean, I get these objections all the time with the women that I connect with, you know, like, Oh, it's a lot of money. And when will I get it back? When will I make it back? Or, Oh, you know, I've worked with, ABC coaches and I didn't get the results that I thought I would and that's that's again that that has a lot to do with your your stored limiting beliefs and your your undercurrent um, vibrational energy like as long as you are holding on to that and not releasing it um, that is something that you're going to keep repeating over and over and over and i i read countless books on health action you know and i journaled for a freaking decade before i learned how to do it and yeah me really it was about finding the right coach that truly truly resonated for me i was like i can see myself in this person i I love how they're teaching it. And, and, and that's what I would say. It's all about like finding the right coach, the right program, the right retreat that resonates with you and your needs. Yeah. It's, not, it's not necessarily about going to the most popular. It's not necessarily about going to the most trendy or the latest. It's about finding the right one for you. Because if you can see something of yourself in that person, then it's kind of like um, a future mirror. It's almost telling you like where you could be. Right. And, you know, through, I guess, natural law of attraction, I tend to attract clients that are quite similar to me in personality. Um, And they all tend to be like from a creative background and they all tend to be women with quite a soft, um, quite a soft feminine energy versus, you know, not a woman that's very um, extroverted and masculine in her energy and bold. Um, That is just the natural law of attraction. So what I put out, I get back. And I would absolutely advise anyone that is thinking about going on a retreat or, 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 or investing in a coach um, to find the one that you resonate with. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily about working with like the, the big players, the big names. It's about finding one that you can relate to because your mentor, your coach only ever needs to be like three steps ahead of you. 
because that's what you have the potential to expand to now. And then it's very common, like once you've grown with that person to then level up and find someone three steps ahead of you then and another three steps ahead of you now. You never need to have it all figured out. Um, But you do need to be held accountable and you do need to do the work. Like no amount of courses or books or investments are going to make anything happen for you if you don't do the work. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that you will have noticed as well in your, in your challenge, because I noticed that in my challenge, like women sign up with the best intentions to start this challenge, but then they drop off after like day two or three. And they haven't experienced the full potential growth or benefit or transformation that that they could have because they didn't turn up for themselves. But again, that might be because it was free. Because when you've made a financial investment in something, you're going to take it more seriously. Right. So I, I do put a lot of free content out there, but I don't believe in um, there being absolutely no energetic exchange and money is an energy as well, you know, and for some reason people still seem to value money more than their time. Yeah. So when they've invested money, suddenly they have the time to show up and do the work. But if they haven't invested money, then they have all sorts of excuses and reasons why they didn't have the time to show up and do the work. Right. And then they fail to see the connection between the time that passes by and the money they could have made had they invested in themselves from the start. So you take two different people over six months one decides not to invest in a coach and I'll just do it myself. Mm-hmm. It's distracted like a, you know, like a yeah. herd of cats, mm-hmm. you know, by shiny objects every few seconds and then doesn't have any accountability. And then mm-hmm. by month six, they haven't gotten any further. Absolutely. The other person, and they've, you know, they're at the same job probably, um, probably making the same income thinking the same thoughts and then trying to fix the problem themselves. And then you take the other person who's decided, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to make my money back, but I'm going to take this leap of faith and work with this person. And then six months later, most likely they've propelled themselves into a new job. They've attracted, you know, higher, higher paying customers or higher paying clients, or maybe even a promotion or, you know, all this stuff that is way more than what the investment was to begin with, you know, because you've got that and the, yeah. the work doesn't stop when you stop working with that coach, yeah. you know, like you, what you do when you go on a retreat or you, or you work with a coach or you make that, that investment, um, is you learn the tools and yes, you will experience like a huge burst of growth during that period that you work with them. But once you work with them, that continues, you know, in the year later and two years later, I mean, I have a great example of two women, which I connected with last year. The one had already had um, a jewelry brand that she'd been running for like five years, five or six years prior. And the other woman, um, she had dibbled and dabbled, but she hadn't done anything. She hadn't really like launched her own brand yet. 
and the one the one that hadn't yet started her business committed um, to working with me for a three-month period and the other one it wasn't the right time she didn't have the finances etc etc a year later my client has launched her brand she's tripled her income she quit oh her nine to five and you know she's got multiple streams of income now not just from that jewelry brand that i helped her launch a year ago yeah. and the other woman that i connected with who it wasn't the right time for is still in the same position that she was then yeah you know, and, and she she's all like i'm doing it slowly slowly yeah but you're doing it at like snail's pace <laughs> right That's what, you know, that's the difference between someone who's really committed to leveling up quickly versus someone who's, you know, doing it slowly, slowly, possibly never. Because right. if that doesn't manifest, at some point you are going to give up. Yeah. Like that, that's only natural to feel like you've been doing this for so long and you've been trying for so long and it's just not working, you know? And that, that was kind of... Um, the point that I got at when I got divorced, like I'd been journaling for 12 years, but I just didn't see results. And that was where I was faced with a decision to invest and to really learn how to use these tools or to continue journaling and trying and reading books and doing it myself. Right. You know, like it yeah. basically fast tracks that growth and you know, it didn't stop when I stopped working with that coach. Like I carried on growing and I continue to grow and I continue to be able to manifest bigger and the, the better it gets, the better it gets. You know? <laughs> In the words of a, um, I mean, you, and the easier it gets, the more you grow, the easier it gets and the less scary, bigger dreams and desires become. Whereas in the beginning, there's such a big gap between where you are vibrationally and where your desire is that it takes a lot of effort yeah. to reach that level. But once you've reached that level, the next level is easier and the next level is easier. It's like what you said about the, the five figure yeah. uh, mastermind and the seven figure mastermind, yeah. like the, the seven figure person is, has already expanded and grown to that level that is just easier to start going bigger and bigger and find solutions quicker and quicker because you're less likely to get stuck. Yeah. 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 Cause like you're not going to run out of problems when you get to that level. You just have better quality problems to deal with. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And you're more equipped. Yeah. To handle them because you know, like, at that point you've failed so many times and people don't put their failures on Instagram, you yeah. know, and like people, and I shouldn't even call it a failure because you know, with NLP you learn it's not failure. It's just feedback as to whether mm -hmm. you're like, you know, whether it's getting the result that you want. Right. So mm -hmm. it's, um, it's so, but people don't put those things on, you know, like they don't talk about that. And then you well, it's feel what like, they say, isn't it? like, there's no such thing as an overnight success or an overnight success took 10 years to become yeah. an overnight success. And that's, that's not false. You know, that's true. Yeah. All yeah. these like successful businesses ask those entrepreneurs, how many unsuccessful attempts they had before that one idea took off. Yeah. 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 And like, so and you just keep going. Like that's the thing. You just have to keep going, keep putting one foot in front of the other. I mean, 
take this podcast, for example, like I was putting an episode out like every week and then I got into my challenge and I was like, and then I spilled water on my old computer. And so I was just saying to my husband, I'm like, it's been like what, three weeks. I didn't upload an episode, but a lot of people would say, that must mean I don't need a pat. Like a, I shouldn't have my podcast. Like I'm, I've fallen off over I've fallen off after, you know, three weeks. So gosh, I'm, I, that means I, I mean, how can I keep going now? Like people must think I'm flaky, but it's like, that's not it at all. It's just shit happens. Like you yeah. work through it. And like, now I'm going to have like five episodes posted within like a week and a half, you know, that you'll be able to binge through and then be back on track. Cause I had to get a new computer because <laughs> my other one, I don't know what, whatever, wherever the water got into it, it was the part where like, I couldn't even do a zoom call on it, which is how we record these interviews. And then if I tried to even just record any sort of audio, like from my Facebook lives, then it just like would totally crap out. So like, okay, yeah, I think this is a sign. Yeah. Like I'm going to go get my computer and just be able to get on with my life. Like, like, don't deal with the struggle, like work through the struggle, find a solution. It'll all work out. Right. Like, Hey, you know, so, well, so, okay. Well, I want to be respectful of your time and stuff. You know, I do want to ask you though, you were mentioning retreats and you know, I've got my Bali retreat coming up and I know you have like, for instance, a three month program that, Mm -hmm. you know, a coaching program, like I do, um, Can you explain, since, you know, you've been in the coaching world a while and maybe like the listeners, if you're new to like some of this kind of lingo, can you explain to them what the difference is between like what you see as in your experience, a retreat versus like group coaching versus a one-on-one hiring a one-on-one coach, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, cause I think sometimes people are, if they're afraid of something or you don't know something, it makes you like more afraid of it. So I'd love to hear your explanation to everyone listening. Sure. So I, I think, um, someone that hasn't worked with a coach before, it's, it's, it's a scary first investment. I mean, for me, it really was, but since hiring my first coach, I've hired like six other coaches <laughs> in the span of like two years. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think the first one is the scariest one. Um, but once you've had that, um, once you've had that initial experience of working with a coach and you've, you've seen the benefits of working with a coach, it becomes so much easier. Like you said, to just like start solving your problems quicker. So when I had, um, when I, when I had like, difficulties in my business hiring a business coach you know it was like a no-brainer it was like yeah i'm gonna do that because that's what i need um and when i when i wanted to when i wanted to learn about like loa and how to use it like finding and hiring an loa coach was a no-brainer because I, it was something that I hadn't figured out by myself. Like if I could have figured it out by myself, I wouldn't have needed a coach. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So I think then there's like three types of, of um, ways that you can work with someone. Uh, one-to-one coaching is amazing if you have like very specific needs and you need an, an you need someone's like full attention to keep you accountable and also to offer you 
clear um, advice, suggestions, guidance on your specific issues or your specific um, problem areas that you want to work through. If you are if you are someone who is quite demanding of yourself, which I am, I prefer one-to-one because then I can ask a question and get an answer right away. Or I can put my problem on the table and we can find a a new strategy, find a new um, plan right away. Versus group coaching is great for people that need to feel like they're part of a community Mm-hmm. So they're not going through it alone. Um, and it's also like a really great way to like compare and help each other and support each other going through the same thing. Yeah. So I, I personally find group beneficial on topics that I'm not, um, to that I'm not struggling too much with so on topics that I just want to find a new way to do it and I want to feel like I'm part of a community so that I can like speak about it with other people that are also doing it and we can like compare and offer like different advice and then of course you have like the mentor or the the coach that is guiding facilitating um the whole process throughout and giving the same tools to everyone Mm -hmm. uh and then or each of us in our own way are kind of finding ways how to apply those tools to our specific problems. Um, And then retreats are kind of a combination of both of those. So it's both like one-to-one and group, but on a really, really short time scale. So you can, you can have the same um, amazing breakthrough in like one week or four days of intensive all day training where you, the the facilitator will like offer their teachings, their guidance, and then you will go off either in groups or by yourself and work through your problem and then present it to everybody else or to the, the coach, the mentor. And then you'll have like, you'll have that breakthrough, but it's a really, really intense um, saturated like <laughs> overload and I find retreats amazing I mean I've been on like Dr. Demartini's um oh my god day. yes Ooh, I'm gonna go. it's like <sighs> mind-blowing yeah. stuff. and it happens in like three days yeah. you know you literally walk in and walk out of that hotel or that seminar room whatever a different oh, person yeah. Um, whereas one-to-one coaching or group coaching over a longer period of time, it's uh, it's a more gradual experience, but it gives you time to reflect. It gives you time to absorb. It gives you time to question. Um, it's I find it a, an organic kind of growth process versus the extreme incubator. Yeah. I don't know if it's MBA. Yeah, I don't know if it's um, I don't know if it's a personality type thing. Perhaps mm-hmm. maybe some people that want to see results fast, you know, fast and furious, yeah. they're probably more suited to um, three day seminars or one week retreats or whatever because yeah. they want to get in there, they want to get the information and go out there and make shit happen. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas someone that will do like a three month, um, three month coaching program, I think that they they 
they need a little bit of time um, mm -hmm. to experience it on a more organic way as well. Yeah, I, I feel like the people for a retreat, you know, like when I have done things like that, it's been like a situation where I want to work through it quickly, but I also might not have the time to dedicate back at home. Like I've got two kids, you know, running my own business. It's, you know, it can be hard to give my full attention to a group program mm -hmm. and really, um, but I mean, that being said, like I made it work this last time and, but you really do have to put a lot of the work in, in between. So like, if you're super busy at home and you know, you don't have a lot of time at home, then a retreat might be the best way for you yeah. to integrate things like super quickly. Plus the value I see is when you get away from your comfort zone and your little like cocoon you've built for yourself at home and all the people and opinions and things at home and you take yourself into like a magical place like Bali or Tulum or you know Joshua Tree or whatever and mm -hmm. you really immerse yourself in all of this knowledge and into all of these like um, what do you call it like uh, exercises and like techniques and things and you're surrounded by people doing the same you don't have time for all this other like noise to permeate your brain and like really cloud it out. You're mm -hmm. able to really focus in on this one topic and really get to the root of the problem and like pull the weeds out and mm -hmm. replace it with what is more like suitable and empowering and what's going to get the best and the quickest results for you. So it's, and you know what, you end up putting less time into it. You know what I mean? You're like, it's like, it's, it's taking the cliff notes to a book. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of having to read the whole thing. So I definitely yeah. agree. Oh, mm. well, cool. Well, all right. I think, you know what? My last question is what's the biggest thing that you've ever manifested? Um, <laughs> my new life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, it's, it's my husband. It's my, our, our amazing gorgeous home in London it's my car it, my whole life has changed and in such a short span of time since like committing to learning an easier way to do it but but if I if I look back that is something that I've been trying to manifest since you know I first learned the secret and that was like in 2004 but it took um, I guess you could say it, it took three years from the day of my divorce to the day of my second marriage, my second wedding yeah. to completely transform yeah. my whole life. And I feel like within that, Anastasia is becoming a new person. Like I am literally a whole new version of me. So yeah. I guess the, the biggest thing I've manifested is a new me. <laughs> hey man, I'll take it. I love it. And she's got everything. You know? <laughs> well, where can everyone please tell where everyone can find you and your amazing life. I love following you on Instagram. It's just such a gorgeous uh, and you post, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna like that's my bucket list. Not, or you know, like it's <laughs> so sweet. There's my vision board. It's just your Instagram feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Sure. They can find me on Instagram under the name The Art of the Aligned Living. 
And the same goes for my Facebook page. It's the Art of the Aligned Living. Mm -hmm. And for my website, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably uh, redirect that same domain because my, my name, Anastasia Girali, sometimes is a bit difficult to pronounce or to spell if you, don't, if you haven't seen it. So it will be www.theartofthealignedliving everywhere. Yeah. And do you have a group on Facebook too? I do. The yeah. Art of the Aligned Living. <laughs> That's the group too. Okay, cool. Well, hey, that makes it easy, guys. You know where to find her. Well, mm. thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It must be like three o'clock in the afternoon there in London. Is that right? Are you guys six it's hours two, or five? Two. 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 Okay. Yes. And um, well, cool. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining and everybody go find Anastasia. You will love it. And I really appreciate all of the, you know, really, I mean, there's, I hope you guys were taking notes. Like this was yeah. a good one. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cassie. I mean, you know, I love talking about all these things and yeah, I'd be more than happy to come on and talk more about money in the future or anything else to do with LOA. We'll be doing that for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, thank you y'all. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for choosing to push play on another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. If you absolutely loved today's episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode, put it on Instagram, tag me, and let me know what's working for you. I absolutely love hearing from each and every one of you, and I love being able to bring this podcast to you on a weekly basis. Also, please take a minute if you're loving the podcast and leave a rating and a review. I absolutely love each and every review that's been put on iTunes. Uh, they help us reach more people, help more people find out about the Makeover Your Mindset podcast, and keep the good stuff coming to you. Thanks again so much. I love you all and I look forward to meeting here again next week.